Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are in your neighborhood, ready to help personalize your insurance. And you can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. Visit statefarm.com today to get a great rate without sacrificing great service. That's statefarm.com. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to our live feed update for September 12th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Liana. How are you doing, Liana? I'm doing well. The, a lot happened yesterday. The feeds were not down for any type of competition. So we saw a lot going on in terms of game talk. We had a nomination ceremony, a power being used, a renom, all very exciting stuff. Yes, we are here to talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 38 in the house. And uh, as Liana said, there's uh, some stuff that went down yesterday. Um, So plenty to talk about, plenty to get into here. Um, We started the day with Danny. She's doing a lot of one on ones. She's going to talk to everyone uh, individually before doing her nominations. We know from last night that she is intending on putting David and Kevin on the block. Uh, it's just a matter of who is going to be her backup for when one of those doesn't go the way she wants it to. Um, so she obviously doesn't know that one of those is going to go away. She doesn't want. But uh, but we're trying to like parse out like uh, okay what's the other name she's bringing up um so she talks to nicole uh in the morning um she says david and kevin but uh the other option she's thinking about not as a nominee initially but uh that she's talking about potentially backdooring tyler now this is what we've heard for a long time um but it's definitely still on her mind and she brings it up to nicole Nicole doesn't love the idea. Nicole is going to try and push back again, not super bluntly, but in a sort of like subtle way. I think a very important thing to remember when talking about Nicole and Cody and how they interact with Danny is that just the day before Thursday morning, um, they both had a conversation about Danny and how they don't trust her and how she's trying to set herself up so that she's in the best position in the end game. And that when they have, when they talk to Danny, they have to just kind of like placate her and tell her what she wants to hear and just completely agree with everything she's saying. Otherwise she freaks out at them. So that's what they, that's what they do. Um, so it's very important to remember that in these conversations. Mm -hmm, Exactly. That puts it in context. So I, I know because in, in every single conversation that you're watching in the big brother house, some of them are real, some of them are lies. Right. And so when you're trying to discern what is real and what is not keeping that in mind, that really anything that Nicole says to Danny, she's a little cautious of, and anything that Cody says to Danny, he's a little cautious of. And so that makes interpreting the context of these discussions a little bit more interesting, because like you said, while Danny does bring up oh, but what about Tyler? I don't want to look stupid because if Tyler goes for me first and I miss this opportunity, then I'm going to look like an idiot on television. But of course, you know, Nicole is, oh, no, no, no. Like, yeah, maybe, but oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think he would go after you. 
Yes. And they remember also talked that Thursday morning about how Tyler definitely is coming for Danny. So uh, <laughs> they are lying to her when they say, ah, no, he's not coming for you. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, very annoying. We should totally maybe think about backdooring him for sure. But he's not coming for you. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you want to do it, I guess we would support you. But it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, so that's basically the conversation here. Uh, she says it makes a lot more sense to take out a number from the other side than it does to take out our own numbers right now, especially when he's not coming for you. He feels safe. That's why he threw the HOH. He's like, I, I don't think he threw it. I don't think yeah. through it. So there was also this miscommunication about something that I guess Danny said to Tyler while they were on the wall together about um, Danny said something about like, oh, good job. And then Tyler thought she said, I hope you fall. I don't know. There's this whole miscommunication about what's going on. And Nicole sort of get rope gets roped in there, which doesn't help the way that Danny feels about Tyler, that she's just more suspect of him because, oh, he's misinterpreting what I'm saying and going around the house saying things. Tyler is also being sketchy to Danny because you know oh I think it was three times in two minutes was the line that I kept hearing three times in two minutes he said oh it's okay uh if you backdoor me Danny this is Tyler speaking oh it's it's okay if you come after me I won't be bitter I understand it's it's uh like the way that Danny plays the game is that she likes to make up things like make up little things about people uh, that uh, that like annoy her or that uh, that like other people should be annoyed about like, oh, watch out for this. Like, this is bad. This person does this. Um, so when somebody is actually doing something that is, that is a little bit sketchy, it's like overload, like, oh, my God. Uh, do you see all of the things that Tyler is doing right now? It's just like it's a, it's a gold mine. <laughs> bring out the gold rush okay that's what's going on right now no it's it's so much and she she also the way that she speaks is so emphatic danny and so it's like three times in two minutes like this is the most baffling thing on the face of the planet that he ever could have done yeah um so uh, danny's gonna go on to talk to memphis um, and she lets him know everything that happened with Tyler in the previous week that he was previously not uh, super caught up to speed on. Um, and uh, and he's not happy with it. He's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? We we brought you in to this very successful committee um, and you wanted to leave and you, you were going to blow things up. Like, come come on, dude. Oh my gosh, this this was such a funny conversation. One, because, you know, we, we've been new with everything that was going on in the house, but this is Memphis. He had maybe heard something from Cody, but this is him really getting the full story on what had actually happened. I mean, obviously from Danny's perspective, because Danny is the one who's telling him this. Um, but Memphis, who really thinks the committee is a thing, which to be fair, the committee really is like becoming a legitimate real thing i don't know if julie chen manifested it but through conversations like this uh you know you really get to see like oh people are actually talking about the committee like it's real and and that's the thing about fake alliances is that so like people are often like uh and this was happening with day and bay earlier in the season where it's like is this the real alliance is this the fake alliance like i'm not sure i don't like this like Fake alliances can become real. Uh, the Quack Pack was a fake alliance and it ran Big Brother 14. It's just a matter of like who ends up winning the competitions. And so um, like if you're in a, an alliance and you think it might be fake, like it's actually not that big of a deal. Uh, it's the same thing. Look, you know, always say yes when someone comes to you saying, hey, do you want to work together? And that goes for both real and fake alliances. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they um, they talk about the possibility of backdooring Tyler. Um, Memphis would be OK with it after hearing what he heard about Tyler. Um, but he does think it would be a better idea to, to talk to him um, and to just like get him to agree that like, hey, you're not going to do this again. Um, we're, we're like now you're stuck here. Let's let's stick to the committee like he would prefer that route. 
it's like Memphis is disciplining a child, right? <laughs> like, just going to sit him down. You're going to say, hey, this isn't going to happen again. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously Memphis is seeing how successful the committee has been. So clearly he wants to keep everything together. Um, but, you know, uh, there's talk of going to the final six. Memphis maybe floats out the idea to Danny of, well, oh, maybe at final seven, maybe yeah, at final eight, we sit down and have a conversation. Let's talk at seven let's, or eight. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. There's no need to have the conversation until then. But final seven, final eight. Now, remember earlier in the season, Memphis had a conversation with Cody where he said, hey, Cody, we need to talk at nine or ten. <laughs> so Cody's a little bit ahead of uh, Danny still. That's and that's something I think we really all care about, which is Memphis's pecking order. <laughs> And now that's we know. The, and that's the thing about this. So Memphis is going to talk to Christmas afterward and he's kind of like giving Christmas the like, hey, watch out for Tyler. And she's like, nah, Tyler's not the problem. Um, she, he's he's on to this other problem, which is which is the, you know, the other people, the Danny, Cody, like, uh, you know, um, uh, Nicole, like like those those people are going to at the end, they're going to be together and we need to bunch up ourselves and um and you're like tyler's aware of this he's like well that's that's exactly the problem well what do you you guys you guys need to chill um so uh so memphis is like is on board with what danny has said Uh, that said i think that if he has a conversation with cody that isn't interrupted by ian um then i do think that uh he'll he'll come around to cody's way of thinking which at the moment i do still believe is uh no 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 no. we want to we want to keep tyler around i think though another thing to note is the fact um though that memphis in talking to danny like you said, is very upset about the things that Tyler did. I think it was actually Memphis who said, hey, can't we just backdoor Tyler? Like he was the one who brought up that language first, which while Memphis may not ultimately go that way, it definitely makes Danny feel much more comfortable about maybe going after Tyler. Yes, which is why I would expect Cody to go to Memphis to convince him otherwise and then be like, I talked to Memphis and he did not seem on board. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you got the wrong read. I think he was just telling you what you wanted to hear. (laughs) As they all do. Yes. So uh, Danny talks to Kevin and she uh, lets him know that she she needs a pawn. She needs a pawn. Uh, Kevin, not not happy. He says, no, I do not want that. Uh, that would that would not be okay with me. Um, I I feel like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want it to impact our friendship outside of the house, you know. So I just I just I'm not I'm not not down with this line of uh, reasoning here. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Kevin was trying, um, but Danny just keeps it. But what if there was a bigger picture? What if there was a bigger plan? Okay, but I know I know you're not happy, but like, what if like what if there was a bigger plan? And that's I mean, Danny doesn't exactly do the best making Kevin feel safe. But at the same time, she is going to ultimately put him up. So it Kevin was at least prepared this time to potentially go up on the block. Yes. Um, so I actually I, I think that Kevin has continued to do a decent job of just survival mode. Um after this conversation, Danny feels good about Kevin and doesn't want him to go home, um, which is like he was he was the target for most people coming into this week. But with Danny's support, it w- would have looked like David was the target uh, if David didn't have a power. And this is the second time now in two weeks that I've seen Kevin go up, make uh, have a lot of conversations with the HOH, try to make some type of pitch. And then the HOH is like, man, I feel really bad. I feel really guilty. And I think that type of emotion is going to be important. I think there's a certain point where that might run out. Um, But at least in the moment, I mean, Kevin really does. He does his little schmoopy face, like sad eyes, um, puppy look and um, and tries to tries to do what he can. The other thing that I would mention about this conversation was the thing about the wall yeller that Kevin heard the thing about the power so kevin had heard that somebody had gotten a power he didn't hear a name but he heard lur (laughs) so yeah so it's it's a little (laughs) bit confusing like where this 
all came from and what exactly is try- is being communicated. Um, the the Wall Yeller said Tyler and Christmas or Christmas and Tyler have a final two, um, and David has a power. Um, th- another thing that happened is that during the live show, uh, Julie's technology was not functioning properly, and they could see her on the screen while she said the things about like. Tyler and Christmas have a final two or Christmas and Danny have been working closely together. Um, and, uh, and, and they might've been able to like hear it. They might've just been like reading the lips. Uh, I, I know they were trying to read the lips at one point. Um, and so I think that they might be trying to combine two of the, like these two things like Julie with the wall yeller, or it might just be the wall yeller. But, um, but yes, he mentions that he's, he heard lure. Um, and, uh, and so Danny is going to talk to Cody about this later. And th- the way that it's communicated to Cody is it's been confirmed it's Christmas and Tyler have a final two. Um, and Tyler probably has a power, I think. Um, and when she tells Cody that he's like, Oh, well, I, Oh man, that's huge. Oh man. And that's, that's just ridiculous. Like, I, I wish you hadn't even told me that. Like, this is getting out of hand. Like, he is he's like the like he's he's like the guy who's playing a game who like somebody comes in like he's playing poker. Somebody comes in, looks at the other person's hand and tells him and he's like, well, now it's like, that's not fair, man. Like, come on, we're trying to play a game here. Uh, like now I have a huge advantage, but like that's oh, come on. Why'd you have to tell me? <laughs> uh, yeah, the um, I mean, you know, that's the lure part is, of course, Tyler. So that's how they get to. Oh, Tyler has a power. Although I think there was some speculation. What if it's liar? I think that was Kevin's idea. But no, I mean, you know, we go back to Cody and he's thinking, great. Well, now I, you know, I know this information and especially the stuff from Julie, whatever that technical malfunction is. And it's unclear to me, at least the extent to which they heard, like you mentioned, whether or not it was the lip reading. Um, but I think the Christmas and Tyler final two thing is like for sure now known in the house, at least by a subset of the house guests. Yes. Um, and this is something that has been sort of making the rounds. I mentioned it a couple of days ago. Um, and, you know, it it kind of makes sense that this might have this might have been running around because of the wall yeller um, that uh, that they had already previously heard that um, and were speculating that it might have that might have been Christmas and Tyler that they heard. And that's why all of a sudden people are starting to talk about Christmas and Tyler as a potential uh, pair. Um, although, of course, there's also some reasoning to think that given what happened last week where Tyler tried to quit the game, but uh, and Christmas wouldn't let him. But uh, but it also makes sense, given what we know now about what was heard, that that may have had an impact as well. Um, But uh, but this is, I think, honestly, some of the biggest news from yesterday that if if Cody doesn't want Tyler to go home, I don't think Tyler will go home under most circumstances. But if Cody knows that Tyler has a final two with Christmas, doesn't have as much incentive to not send Tyler home. And thus Tyler is in, I think, a bit more danger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you have the three guys, you have Enzo, Tyler and Cody that are all working together. Of course, Cody has his love triangle with Danny and Nicole. And now if Tyler has this final two with Christmas, then obviously Cody is going to feel threatened by that. And the fact that he learns this information, and I know, you know, he's talking to Danny, but Cody still feels very genuine with Danny to a certain extent, even though he does feel he needs to, you know, placate her ego to a certain extent. He was like, visibly I don't know if frustrated is the right word but like he clearly had a very strong emotional reaction to feeling like this final two between Cody and or uh, Christmas and Tyler was confirmed so I think I think once he has some time to think about it I don't know what he would do with this information but I think he's definitely going to keep it in his back pocket yes um and that's the thing too where like if as long as he's aware of it it's actually not nearly as dangerous um that uh I mean it would be Pretty ironic if the wall yeller helped Cody win. Um, 
But, think, uh, well, the, well, the other thing too is that it puts it puts other behaviors within a particular context, right? So if Cody knows, oh, Christmas and Tyler have a final two, then decisions that either Christmas makes or Tyler makes uh, within the larger context of the game um, may may make more sense because he understands that there's this other relationship that Tyler or Christmas is trying to keep afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, so another another thing, another piece of outside influence here is that um the night before last uh nicole was making it very clear that she was made aware whether through questions asked in the diary room or just straight up warned or told uh that uh that they are in trouble for making fun of ian um that uh nicole has been losing sponsors um left and right Uh, this is kind of a weird situation because uh there have been there have been some articles so let me just reset this very quickly i mentioned this the other day that Memphis and Danny in particular were really making fun of Ian um, and Nicole was in the room and she was uh, she she was saying like, hey, guys, like, let's let's be nice. Let's like leave Ian alone. But she was also laughing along um, and articles came out that uh, that were like Nicole F, um, you know, makes fun of uh autistic contestant and and i i really i talked about this on on twitch but i i really have a problem with these articles and the way that they frame ian um when ian talked about having autism earlier in the season he specifically mentioned that like he doesn't want to be autistic contestant he wants to be ian and his autism is just one part of him like he is he is his own person and i really feel like these articles are just meant to like ride this sort of like pitchfork wave of let's attack people we want to bring people down and it has nothing to do with supporting ian or anything like that and it just feels dirty to me and the fact that nicole franzel is the one that gets uh singled out here more so than memphis or danny who are the ones leading the charge also feels weird to me that nicole is the one losing all the uh the sponsorships not that i guess anybody else has sponsorships to lose not that anybody should necessarily keep you losing sponsorships but it's just the whole thing feels very dirty to me and what else feels dirty to me is the fact that nicole and danny have found out about this uh to some degree and they know that they're in trouble and danny who was pushing very very hard for ian to be going home very soon just last week just a couple of days ago is now talking like ian is her untouchable um that uh that she she cannot put ian on the block even as a pawn um that she like she's she's it's it feels like uh we have no confirmation here but given the language that's being used and the way that danny is talking about it it feels very clear that the reason she's not putting ian up this week is because of the talking to that they got in the diary room because when you have someone who is set on plan A and then all of a sudden, for no explainable reason, is now completely disregarding plan A and going with plan B, there is some reason, okay? And our assumption is, is that it's based on this, based on other context clues that she's found out that, that you know, it could be a segment on the show, it, you know, maybe is what they're speculating, uh, but they got some type of talking to. And so that's why, like, even when Danny is listing targets later, Ian, no, 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 nary a mention of Ian's name at all. Yeah um like it it just doesn't it's uh not even remotely an option um which i genuinely think if this didn't happen that ian would right now be on the block and probably right now be going home um but uh you know that uh things things change um yeah well because so did um nicole also get a talking to about something because she was talking with cody i know later in the evening and made it seem like oh no 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 i did i i didn't i didn't get talked to because cody said no one had spoken to him about it Mm -hmm. um but but i mean from what we understand like nicole also seemed to be part of that so uh, it seemed to be, I think, from Danny and Nicole, at least the two that are mentioning it. Of course, nothing from Memphis, but I think if Memphis even got a talking to, he wouldn't 
<laughs> he wouldn't yeah, even understand it, I, what it was it, for. I, Nicole was the first one to to like react like she was she's talked to. Um, and then uh, and then and then Danny afterward. I like. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not sure. Uh, they might have talked to Memphis and he just would I don't know. Memphis is the kind of guy maybe he was just like, whatever. He wouldn't have gotten it. He would have been like, whatever. I don't, what are you talking about? Is this a new power? What? Yeah. Memphis would be like, uh, but I can still intimidate people, right? That's still a thing I can do. Okay, cool. Um, Can I go to bed now? Um, so, uh, so, uh, we, we get back to annoying stuff, but, uh, we get back to, uh, Danny and, um, she's going to talk to David. Um, (laughs) it was such an awkward conversation. I, uh, I just really, uh, I like you and, um, you know, we've had personal, you know. So if you need anything, I, you know, you know, what I, yeah. So. yeah, like the most concrete game conversation, you know, if you like need anything trails off, like what? Yeah. I used to be frustrated with David in the house because I, I was just, I can't believe on an all-star season, you know, they're going to let this guy back in the house. Like maybe he had potential that quickly dropped off, but now he's just a source of comedy for me. So I'm actually kind of okay with it. There you go. Um, that was, that was great. That was talk. it. Great yep. talk. Mm-hmm. Kevin is going to go down. He's going to be talking to day. He's crying to her. Uh, he knows he's going up. He's just, it's, and he was talking to the cameras earlier in, in the day, too. Just like, like, where have I gone wrong here? Like, I can't get any traction in this game. Um, and like, he just. I think there's a lot there to appreciate about Kevin um, in terms of like how much he wants to be there. Uh, and he keeps reminding himself that like, even though this has been the worst experience so far in terms of gameplay, that he wants to cherish it. Um, and he knows that like, you know, years from now, he's going to be like, ah, I remember when I was hanging for my life on that wall. Uh, like he just really wants to enjoy the memories uh, of, of what he's doing doing as he's doing them um even though he just like can't seem to get anywhere um and then he has that conversation with danny and he knows that uh that he's in some some deep trouble here um and he's uh he's upset and he's crying today um and uh, she's like uh, did you try to get david up it's like yes i did <laughs> so Yeah, because uh, so Kevin, you know, if there's this bigger plan and play like Kevin to Danny tries to pitch, well, David should maybe go up unbeknownst to Kevin that David and Kevin are both going on the block. So technically, Danny did listen to Kevin's advice by putting up David just also put up Kevin. Um, But yeah, poor Kevin. It's almost like he's running on an underwater treadmill and just like really can't get anywhere, can't get any type of footing being misled by David continuously lying. So it's just, um, it's a bad spot for Kevin. Yeah. So Danny's going to talk with Cody. This is when she tells him about the Tyler and Christmas final too. But before that, she says that it is, it's Kevin and David, uh, and that, uh, she actually, after talking to Kevin, she really kind of does feel like she wants Kevin to stay. Um, she thinks that, uh, she says he basically told her that he wouldn't be her friend if she if he goes home. Um, his birthday is on Friday. Uh, and so if she sends him home, he'll have to spend his birthday alone in sequester. Um, and that uh, and that she probably will not get his jury vote if he goes. So she's kind of feel like, Cody, do you feel particularly? And he's like, what? Uh, whatever you want, Danny, whatever you want. I I'm here to support you. I don't care too much either way. If you want David to go, we can send David home. Anything, anything you want here. This is the placating Danny moment of like, whatever, whatever you want to do. But Danny's reasoning is, of course, horrible. It's all about herself. Like if you're going to try to say, oh, Kevin would never come after us. Don't say Kevin would never just come after me. He would, you know, like I'm putting him up because he's coming after you, Cody. Well, then don't say you want to keep him. Like, it's just so much flawed logic here. If she's trying to argue that Kevin should be the one who should stay. Mm. Uh, So 
Danny's going to talk with Day after that. Um, and she lets Day know that uh, that she's looking at Tyler. Look, it's a it's a pl- plan is in place. David is the one going up next to Kevin and uh, and and then we can get Tyler. We've got the votes. We just need to make sure we have the votes. That's all. Um, and Devon, she's in. She's down. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, she would be down. Right. I mean, this is the whole thing that they were talking about last week when they compared notes. Oh, my gosh, we have to get out Tyler. Uh, but but one really funny incident from that conversation was when Danny says, you know, look, I'm going to put up you know, David's probably David and Kevin and day goes, Oh, that's why he's crying. <laughs> Danny goes, he's crying. <laughs> it was hilarious, but also adds to the guilt of why Danny would feel bad and why Danny would want to keep Kevin, you know, if it came down to Kevin versus David. Well, that's like uh day tries very hard to make people feel guilty about moves mm. that she doesn't want them to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she tells Kevin afterwards. She was like, oh, don't worry. I, re- I really rubbed it in. Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, that's why he's crying. But like, I think Kevin genuinely feels horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whereas Jay is just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't like, don't worry. Whereas Kevin's not acting. <laughs> like He genuinely feels guilty. Um, Danny's going to talk to Tyler. Um, and she says that she wants to make a verbal agreement with him that if i don't come for you with this week that uh we will not come for each other at all until we get down to the final six it's just the committee we uh we we call a truce here um and he says hey i'll do you one better uh i won't come for you till the final four um that uh like like look i deserve to be put on the block. I deserve to be backdoored. Uh, after what I did, I get it. Um, so here's the thing. If you don't do it, I'm yours. I'm forever grateful. Um, like, uh, like I, I, I am anything you need from me at this point, because, uh, you know, I've, I've been reset in this game and, uh, and you have every right to put me up. So if you don't, um, you know, I'm yours. Like, we're solid. We're back on the same page. And, you know, at first I was trying to understand what Tyler was doing here in this conversation because he's actively saying, if I were you, I would backdoor me. He's pushing Danny. He's trying to test her hand and see, like, really, truly, if I am in danger, like, put me up, backdoor me. Otherwise, you know, he wants to make her feel so safe, so safe. Like, don't even worry about it. Um, It was a very, very interesting conversation. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's not your typical campaign strategy. You know, mm-hmm. typically you would be like, I would never do this to you. Um, like I am a hundred percent on board. Um I don't know. I'm I, I'm still not entirely sure um, you know, the the validity of this uh this sort of attempt. She's gonna complain about it to Cody later. Um but at at the end of the day, we'll talk about it. She actually doesn't want him to go. So it seems to have been at least a little bit effective. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. Mm. It's a little Dr. Will-esque in mm. terms of like, just backdoor me, whatever. Put me up. Like, I totally get it. If, you know, it's disarming because it's something you wouldn't expect. Because if, you know, he comes to her, he's like, hey, look, we're all good, right? Like, we're all on the same page. It's fine. She can still be sus of him, like suspect of him just being like, like does he really mean that but maybe by throwing this extra added layer of look i understand if you would backdoor me it confuses her even further in some type of way uh johnny mac vanessa style i'm not sure oh it definitely confused me it was not a straightforward strategy i and i think i think it also does sort of contribute toward this idea that like it really wasn't anything personal i really wanted to go and i still barely care um so uh so like you know i'm just i'm just down for whatever so we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. um we get to the nomination ceremony david and kevin go up on the block and look i get it david is like he's not a very good player <laughs> but like the amount of people that were like Oh my god, he didn't use the power. What an idiot. Um like guys, it happens after. 
He's not that stupid. Okay, though, in defense of that opinion, because I may have had it for a brief second, logistics not really my thing, okay? <laughs> so when it, the feeds come back and David's like, oh my God, David is on the block. And then I was like, okay, Liana, remember what you listened to when you listened to Aaron's update. It would have to be anonymous, <laughs> meaning that he wouldn't be able to just stand up at the ceremony and say, someone has activated the disruptor power because it has to happen after. So he gets called, you know, the logistics of this is the nomination ceremony happens. David gets called to the DR where he is going to activate his power. Then because it is uh, anonymous later, there will be a second ceremony where the disruptor power will be activated and Danny will have to nominate another person for the block. Yes. So uh, so there's a brief period of time here where nothing really is happening. It's uh, David is uh, just saying, got got the veto, got the veto. Um, And uh, and Kevin is upset. And um, and, you know, none of them realize that uh, that none of this matters yet. Um, Weirdly, though, the backyard is open. And uh, that's weird because that never happens, that uh, they are usually building the veto competition, which takes place today, the 12th. Um, So they're like, what's going on with that? Uh, Speculation is that perhaps it's hide and go veto um, that uh, doesn't require a lot of setup. But in the past, I don't believe that they've opened the backyard prior to a hide and go veto competition. So that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I think more likely with all of the smoke and the fires and everything, they are just using the uh, the basement um, to uh, to build the veto competition in. I agree with that. I think it's either a byproduct of too much smoke or the fact that that in order to disassemble the wall and set up whatever the new competition is, there wasn't going to be enough time to do that in the same physical space. And so they utilize the basement, but it's probably the smoke. Uh, But okay, again, in defense of the David's an idiot for not using his power thing, because feeds came back and David and Kevin were nominated. And then all of a sudden the house guests are like, oh, my gosh, what is that? What is going on? Which I thought was the power being used. It was just the backyard being open. Yeah. Darn. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was a conversation between Enzo and Cody here where Enzo was thinking, like, guys, is Danny willing to backdoor someone? And in Enzo's mind, this this means Devon. Like, uh, is she willing to backdoor Devon? Enzo is done with her now that she has shown that she can't win any competitions. Um, and Cody says, well, yeah, but she wants to do Tyler. And Enzo's like, oh, no, yo, that can't happen, yo. Um, and Cody agrees. He says, I, I agree. We cannot let Tyler go. Um, Enzo says that uh, that he wants to go after Nicole and Ian if he wins. No, done with these champs, yo. They got to go. Also, they're not winning anything. Uh, so also part of the reason for going after Nicole, throwing Nicole under the under the bus. Got to start winning stuff. Got to start winning because that is apparently Enzo's MO this season of unless you win a competition, you are actively useless. Yes. So um, and and, uh, Cody is annoyed, too, that Nicole is not winning any competitions. Remember, he was talking to Nicole about like, hey, you're trying to throw this competition. Don't you throw this competition prior to the competition happening? Um, And then lo and behold. She throws the competition Um, and uh, and Cody, I think, was like. She's got to got to start winning because in Cody's mind, this week would be so much easier if Nicole was HOH. Um, he wouldn't have to deal with this Danny nonsense trying to backdoor Tyler. Um, so I think he's he's annoyed that Nicole is is not, you know, carrying her weight here. Nicole being self-interested. I'm sorry. What? This is a new concept for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit of trouble in paradise uh, between the two of them, although they still are each other's closest ally, I believe, at the moment. Although, of course, you have the Cody and Enzo relationship, which is pretty close. But I guess I saw Cody and and uh, and Nicole talk more. So I would assume that they're closer. But I, it's 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 a tight battle between the the affection maybe that is the new love triangle it's actually cody and enzo and nicole 
Yes. Uh, well, Cody does talk to Enzo about wanting to get the uh, get the band back together. The triple threat needs to come back together and, um, you know, uh, just just have a talk. It's been it's been too long. They're they're feeling a little distant. Um, they want to make sure that they're solid together. Um, now, this is probably Cody thinking like, uh, look, if Danny's going to come after Tyler, I just want to make sure that like I've still got him before I go out of my way to make sure it doesn't happen. Um, but uh, but that's uh, uh, that's in play prior to the David disruption. Wait, sorry. We have to mention the fact that Danny was crying to David, like right oh, before yeah. the David disruption happens, which Danny's sitting on. It's in the have not room. David's lying down and Danny is just like sobbing to him. I didn't even like watch most of that conversation for what it was, but just like that fact, knowing that we were going to go into this disruptor power was hilarious to me. She well, she was feeling guilty because yep. She have- had this like personal conversation with David the other day and was like there for him when he was upset. And so she's like, I now it's like wrong. And like uh, she was, she talked to Cody about it. And Cody's like, well, you're just a very nurturing person. You can't blame yourself for that. Uh, I was like, well, what is happening here? Um, but yes, David disrupts the nominations and. He has been taken off the block and in this ceremony or whatever happens uh, while the feeds are down, Tyler is the replacement nominee. Now, again, I really feel like Ian would have been the replacement nominee if not for all this Ian stuff. But uh, but with Ian not an option, Tyler is the only other name she's even considered. And so in the heat of the moment, she throws Tyler up on the block. Uh, first thing we get when the feeds come back on is Danny talking to Tyler. Uh, she swears, I, I don't want you out. I, I just, I didn't know what to do. I, I swear, I don't, this is not me t- coming for you. You have the votes. Um, and he's like, was, was I, the, was I the plan for the replacement nominee? Cause like, obviously he was the plan for the replacement nominee. Uh, she's like, no, 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 I swear. I just, I was on the spot. I just didn't know what else to do. Um, but I swear you, you have the votes. You will stay. Um, you know, this, I do not want you gone. And, uh, for now I'm like, well, of course she's going to say this because he still might win the veto, but she's saying it. <laughs> the logic of, I was on the spot. I didn't know what to do. So I nominated you should tell him even more so that he was the backdoor target because that's, you don't have time to ponder your other options. So your gut is just, this is the person I was going to backdoor. This was my third option. I'm like F it. I'm just going to throw them up on the block. Uh, but I mean, Danny is really doing everything to say, oh, I, th- I think you'll win the veto. You're the strongest competitor. I didn't know what to do. Really just laying it on thick. Yeah. And, and Tyler is like, uh, I, I, this is just the same exact thing happened to me last season. Same week. Same week. Uh, and, uh, you know, I got, I was told that I was uh, put on the block by a, a, a lady, a, vo- a random voice. Um, and it's, it happened again. Uh, it's like, I can't believe it. Um, yeah, same week. I actually had to go fact check that. I was like, oh yeah, the hacker power. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, David, having saved himself from the block, is going around. Liana, did you save me? This was the highlight. I know there's a lot of fantastic game dog, but like this is the highlight of the evening for me because David does not drop the charade at all. He is he's like, I'm just so annoyed. (laughs) like people won't tell me who pulled me off the block because it definitely was not me yeah so david is is fully pretending i uh, somebody saved me i don't know who oh man what what is going on um and everybody else is like what is this guy doing (laughs) why See, why is he acting like he didn't save himself? What is this rookie move? Like, what is happening right now? Just own it, man. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. He's just so committed. And even to his closest ally, Kevin. 
He won't say anything. David is just vehemently denying that he was the one who pulled himself off the block, which no one else would pull David off the block. I mean, Kevin is a little convinced, but, you know, Kevin's Kevin. Everybody well, I mean, else we'll, just We'll talk about who's convinced, but well. uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and nobody else is convinced other than, you know, the people that tend to run with things. But um. uh, it was just so funny because I was trying to even understand, OK, let's say David is a logical game player. What is his what is the point of this? OK, right. What is he trying to accomplish by lying about it? I think from what I understand, he's trying to break up the majority alliance by trying to pin it on someone in the majority alliance that they are going after each other. But David would never have known that Tyler would have been nominated. So, like, what is he even thinking here? I think he just wants to cause chaos by, like, oh, who did it? If it wasn't David, who did It's like a hinky vote, but for vetoes. Uh, it was like a hinky it was like a hinky power um and uh this it just it just doesn't it just doesn't work it just doesn't make any sense that the i because here's here's the dead giveaway two dead giveaways uh one is that he apparently did not act surprised <laughs> or happy <laughs> yeah. that it happened that he was just kind of like he acted depressed afterward. Like he wasn't like, whoa, I just got saved from the block. Like he was just like, took it in stride. Um, two is that he's going around asking people, did you save me? Was it you? How about you? Did you do it? Like the idea that somebody would take their own power and use it on David of all people. And not take credit for it. Not be like, hey, David, I saved you or I'm saving you. You owe me Uh, that they would just use it and not want any kind of reward whatsoever. And they would leave him in the dark about it. Like, uh, like, why would anybody do that? Uh, It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all that's what i'm saying like i tried to yeah okay let's say he is a logical game player but then i realized that that assumption is just so incredibly wrong because even his 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 real play makes no sense his fake play makes no sense right because if you're gonna try to sell something the 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 thing that you're selling whether you know i don't know he's not a crayon salesman like enzo so maybe he doesn't know all that much but it still has to make sense of why this lie would happen and then to go back to your earlier point apparently he was crying or something like before like he timed it like a little bit wrong like he was crying a little bit beforehand because both tyler and ian bring up the fact that he can fake cry and he did that in his his uh you know his intro package from his first season Oh, well, because Danny was talking about the fact that you like they were like he was crying to her, um, and I was like, well, he, he can he can do that, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, he can cry on command. We know this. He's like, I, Tyler's like, I've seen a video of this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So wh- what happens? Because because it's it's this is it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like what I talk about with with wall yellers in general, which is like uh, when you throw something in like this or a power in general, when you throw something random like that in, you think like, oh, the big alliance, they're going to start to question each other. Like, who did it? That's not what happens. The people in power control the narrative. It's the people on the outside that this is going to screw up. This is this is, you know, level six versus Faute. So what's going to happen here is that because David is not admitting it to anyone. The people in power, his enemies, quote unquote, all think he's full of it because why would he tell them they think he's lying to them? His allies believe him because why would he lie to them why would he not tell them the truth it makes no sense so he must be telling the truth and the enemies must be trying to sow discord amongst them so now they have to try and figure out who did this uh and they're spending all their time trying to figure this out day and kevin are spending like they're talking to each other like I don't think it was David. 
Was it Ian? Do you think Ian did this? Day has a theory that Tyler did it. Day thinks that Tyler used the disruptor power to test Danny to see if she would actually put him on the block. I I feel because, okay, if I was Danny or if I was Kevin and you assume that David is your ally who is working with you, recognizing that there is this larger power structure in the house, David has to tell you the truth because in what world would it benefit him to lie? So they're working on essentially what they think is super solid information, which is that David did not use it because in what world would he lie? But unfortunately, David is lying. And so this information is just totally wrong. And Kevin is, I mean, Kevin really drills down on David. Like they have multiple conversations. It's like, you swear, Kevin is like, you swear, David, that you don't, you did not use it. David is like, I swear I did not use it. And that's the foundational information that Kevin is then trying to figure out the rest of this whole story. Of course, there is no whole other story because David did it. Yeah. So while Tyler is talking to Danny and getting promises that he's staying this week and Danny is talking to other people about Tyler staying this week, Kevin and Day are busy trying to solve the David mystery all night long. And they have no conversations about trying to keep Kevin in the house now that there's new nominations. This is the, this is the time to be doing this because everything just changed. This is the first time in the entire season that the majority alliance is going to have to shift uh, like on the spot. This is when you need to get in there and actually talk to them and campaign and use the opportunity to uh, to get in there while the decision is still being made. And they're busy trying to figure out this David stuff. Um, and while that is happening. Danny talks to Memphis and she says, I don't want Tyler out. Not yet. We'll think about it later, maybe, but not right now. I don't want Tyler out. And man, if somebody comes down, I'll need to put up like Christmas or Enzo as a pawn. Uh, she talks to Nicole and she confirms to Nicole. I don't want Tyler out. I want Tyler to stay this week. Um, do you think they knew about this? She acted like she knew about this. And, and here's the thing. If day is now going to go around and ask like Danny, did, did you do this? Like if she's going to go around and ask like she's like she believes that david didn't do this it's gonna make it look more suspicious that she's in on this plot with david to try and like fake that he didn't have it oh my goodness it genuinely feels like there are two different games that are being played in the big brother house right now one is with day and kevin and david maybe a little bit of ian but not so much and then there's the other side of the house which is you know the committee and the core four and all of them right and it's just like so so disparate between the two uh what is going on because if if you are if you are trying to say hey look there is a disruption in the current power structure i need to take advantage of that versus trying to solve the puzzle you can actually make an impact moving forward mm -hmm. so uh danny talks to to cody and nicole um she they, they talk about wanting tyler to stay um but if kevin wins the veto then he'll have to go Right. Because there's no Kevin to get out. She's not going to do Davon. Um, Cody keeps pushing like, wait, why? Why are we holding off on Ian? Like, it just makes so much sense to put Ian up in all of these scenarios. And she's like, I, I can't. I can't. For unknown reasons. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was really interesting to see. So I was trying to keep track of who Danny was suggesting for the renom because, of course, Danny is like super paranoid that if you know, if, what, who do I put up again? Right. This would be the fourth person she would have to put up. Who would I put up on the block? And to Tyler, she, she suggests Enzo, Christmas and Memphis. Of course, when she talks to Memphis, she drops Memphis's name and suggests Enzo and Christmas. It really does seem to be Enzo and Christmas by the end of the night, because I think when she talks to Cody, finally, those are the two people that she's considering um, that because she thinks, oh, they're definitely pawns. They're never going to go home, which to me, that What's, it's not so important that it's Enzo and Christmas. It's more important to me that it's not Day and it's not Ian because that shows that she's willing. She's not willing to put either of them up on the block, you know, to to potentially send them home or even as a pawn. 
Yeah. And and Danny even asks Cody, she's like, who would you do? And he's like, Ian or Day. Like yeah, that's yes. just what makes the most sense, the most sense. Um, and, uh, and so the, yeah, they talk, uh, Enzo of course wants Dave on to go up. Um, I'm sure he'd be fine with Ian too, but, uh, they, but they talk about this. Um, Cody continues to say like, well, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, Danny does want to leave the option open to maybe taking out Tyler at the end of the week. But, um, but as of right now, she wants him to stay. Uh, and this, this I think is a mistake for Danny that, um, we know that Cody and Nicole don't want Tyler to stay or sorry, don't want Tyler to go. Um, and what she's doing here is she's she's giving them an out. She's she's allowing them to to solidify in the idea that Tyler is staying. Um, and so if she decides that she wants to change things up or push things in a different direction later on, they have a lot so, more solid ground to stand on to be like, ah, no. Um, whereas if she was like. I just nominated him. He has to go. He he knows I'm coming for him now. Like they might be like, well, no, we can talk to him. She'll be like, I need you guys to support me on this. Like she has a lot. This is that's her best argument. And if she doesn't argue it now, it's she's not going to have as strong a case later. This was really confusing the whole trajectory of the day, because essentially the beginning of the day, we start out with Danny being like, OK, but like Tyler, though. Okay, but like Tyler, though, like, shouldn't we should, could, shouldn't we get Tyler out? Like, he's being really sketchy to then her actually putting Tyler up on the block as the renom after the disruptor power. I thought, oh, my gosh, she's doing it. She's making the move. She's going for him. And then throughout the rest of the night to continuously say to your closest allies like Nicole and Cody, no, I don't want Tyler out. No, I don't want Tyler out. Then why did you even put him up in the first place? Like, what what was the point in this half measure move? I know Danny's not in the best spot in the house, but like, come on, Danny, if you're going to do it, like shoot your shot. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so uh, so that's really where we are. Uh, like I said, Kevin and Day were talking in that conversation where they were talking about trying to figure out who did this to David. Um, the, she also and this is this could be relevant. She lets Kevin know. There was a plan in place to have to backdoor Tyler and a lot of people were in on it. Memphis, uh, like ends like she lists a bunch of people that were not in on it. Um, but uh, but she tells him that was the plan, um, which. I don't love here because, as we know, Danny has said that she will not put day up, but if she finds out the day is spreading that she wanted to backdoor Tyler, especially if Tyler wins the veto and it comes back to Danny that day was telling Kevin that and it gets out. Now she feels like she's in a compromised position with Tyler because of day uh, and she has to put somebody else up. I, I could see her actually changing her mind and putting day up. Especially now that Danny is trying to walk it back and say, no, 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 I definitely don't want Tyler to go. I definitely don't want Tyler to go. When this information gets out, it's going to somehow, oh, well, it's going to blow back on Day. I mean, I don't think Day should have told Kevin, especially because this is going to fit with Kevin's French vanilla fantasy. He's like, oh, she told me there was this greater plan in place. Of course, that makes sense. Um, and then, he, you know, who knows who he might spread it to. So it's really just messy. And especially when Day is in such a precarious position where she, she was just in this whole kerfuffle she was able to you know make the deal with danny with the girl whole girl alliance and sort of slide back into the shadows but now she she just can't help herself between the whole uh david thing and now letting kevin know about this backdoor plan it's could come back to bite her yep so that's what we've got that's what we've got here um it looks like the veto players have been chosen just now uh for uh for today um, on the 12th that uh, Davon, Enzo and Ian are playing. Um, Davon would definitely. Uh, I wonder if Davon would use it on Kevin. I don't know, because she she OK, if she's trying to build her relationship with Danny, does she trust the plan enough that Tyler would be the one who would be backdoored? I mean, honestly, she should a thousand percent use it on Kevin. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Or I guess there's like, OK, what is the correct decision that she should make? And then what's the decision that she will make ultimately? I mean, Danny because will try do everything in her power to talk her out of it. 
Right, exactly. And so if Day, if Day is trying to rebuild a relationship with Danny, maybe she'll say like, oh, look, I trust you, girl. Like, let's do this. I'll leave him up on the block. But she should take Kevin down because Kevin's going to go home if Nam stay the same. Probably. I think. Probably. I think. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think there are definitely outs for Tyler to go home here. Um, but uh, but yes, Davon winning would be a very interesting scenario. Kevin winning would be a very interesting scenario. Tyler winning would be a very interesting scenario. Um, even Enzo. Uh, Enzo, I don't think would want to use it. Um, or he, no, sorry. I, I think he would want to use it, but, uh, but I think that, um, for the sake of loyalty and preventing Danny from putting up a fourth person, um, he would, Enzo would leverage it like, as long as Tyler stays, I won't use the veto. Davon might leverage it like, as long as Kevin stays, I won't use the veto. Um, Tyler and Kevin, obviously, almost definitely pull themselves off the block which would be very interesting because danny would then go to christmas and christmas would be like nah um and then things would get very messy for danny um ian would keep things the same and danny would keep things the same um so uh we've got some some potentially interesting scenarios here Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely uh and it's going to be played we think in the basement um the other thing to note about this week is that danny so if if a potential flip were to happen assuming a flip would be to get tyler out of the house they only need four votes and then danny would break the tie so that's what i kept hearing like who who are going to be the four votes because if we have a situation where what if kevin does come off the block um you know then I don't know. It could be, it could be day. It could be Ian. Um, Oh my goodness. I, I I really have no idea. I think that Danny is trying to run through the scenarios, but it doesn't seem like she's landed on anybody at the moment. She's just really hoping that nom stay the same. Yeah. So I do think if Kevin gets pulled off the block, either by day or himself, um, that Tyler will probably go home. Um, because, I think that if Christmas sat next to him on the block, Christmas would go home. But Christmas probably can't sit next to him on the block unless she is blindsided at the ceremony and does not use her power, which doesn't seem likely um, that uh, it's not going to be Christmas, which means it would probably be Enzo or Memphis, who I think both do stay over Tyler. Okay, so just so I'm clear. Christmas has to tell the diary room before the ceremony no, no i believe the power is used after the veto is used before the replacement nominee is named so basically it's the jc power okay so it'd be at the ceremony yes it's yes. it's the jc you're about to name a nomination and mm-hmm. jc goes no 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 not me um that's that's the power i believe um okay so- <laughs> Just just in case, like we see Christmas rena or, you know, after the veto ceremony and she's up on the block like that case, I guess she would be an idiot. <laughs> if she didn't use her power. Right. So there's, yeah, like I said, a few different potential scenarios there. Um, but uh, so. Um, so that's that's what we that's what we've got. Uh, I like I said, I think if Kevin comes off. Tyler probably leaves. Um, if uh, if things stay the same, I do believe that it's Cody decides whatever Cody. If Cody is willing to let Tyler go and he thinks that, you know, salvaging is whatever relationship he has with Danny is worth it. And to, to send Tyler out, then he can do that. I have a feeling that if he thinks he can do both, keep Danny and Tyler, then he would want that. Um, but uh, but I don't think that Nicole would vote against cody's wishes without nicole ian isn't there um and uh and cody also probably controls where memphis goes um so it's uh obviously enzo is going to be on board um cody might be able to flip memphis or sorry flip enzo against tyler uh, if if he really wants to go against tyler but like i said i think ultimately ultimately it comes down to cody and prior to the Christmas Tyler final two information, I, I would have said there's no chance Cody decides to send Tyler home with that information. He may decide it's not quite as worth it to potentially make Danny a little bit mad. Um, but uh, but if Tyler and Kevin stay on the block, it will come down to Cody. Um, and uh, that's what I believe, at least. And so with that in mind, I think Tyler has a good chance to stay. 
I, I think so too. I, I think it really does come down to Cody as well, which I think says something about his power position in the house. Uh, and, and I, I, I think at the moment, I think he would keep Tyler and send Kevin home. So unless it is, something it is else by happens, far his better decision. Yes. Uh, because it doesn't really make sense for Cody in this moment to backdoor Tyler. Um, so, so I do believe that that's what would happen. Of course, we still have the veto, uh, to be played. Who knows what David might do? Uh, <laughs> there could be something random Heath decides to throw in the game. Who, who knows? But that's where I think the house sits at the moment. Yes. So that's where we are. This veto is going to matter a lot. Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I will be back tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern for the Legacy Watch Roundtable. Should be an interesting one. Uh, the uh, the survey for it will be released on Twitter at Armstrong Taren after this podcast. So fill it out. Where do these people stand after the last week? I have a feeling we're going to see some shifts. Um, so that should be interesting. Make sure you tune in tonight um, and uh, and fill out that uh, that form. Hopefully we'll have some veto results t- by tonight as well. So we'll get to talk about it. Uh, I will, of course, be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. And then tomorrow night we'll be live with a recap of the Sunday night episode so plenty of content heading your way liana where can people find you you can find me on twitter at liana rhap uh, mike bloom and i are doing the rhap bnb we have jenny autumn as a guest this week and we are going to be doing a bracket of punishment costumes from big brother so if you're interested in filling out your own bracket uh, you can go to either my twitter at liana rhap or mike bloom at a mike bloom type to fill that out uh it's gonna be gonna be some interesting results we'll see what costume reigns supreme which by the way nicole is now done with her sloppies uh costume she jumped in the pool unfortunately without the big box i was like what is even the point of you jumping in the pool if you're not going to do it with the big box but anyway it'll be some fun light silly content so if you're interested in the bnb uh check that out i'm i'm a pretty big fan of the box myself <laughs> i actually would kind of it might be hot but i love the idea of being able to just like sink into the box and like you know retract her head and just have this be this sort of like little safety box i kind of like it as a concept (laughs) there you go uh maybe maybe next week uh you'll show up in a in a box (laughs) um for the podcast the happies i guess would be my cereal i don't know i'll workshop that yeah. All right. Uh, that's what we have for you. You can, of course, find me on Twitter again at Armstrong Taren or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>